This is Gateway City Sports. Welcome back, Cardinal fans, to another episode of the Turn and Two podcast. Alongside me tonight is Tito. Tito, how's everything going tonight? I mean, we won't get into the game. Just how you know? How's your night going? Oh, it's okay. I mean, good. I've 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 been I've been better, but I've been worse. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've been just actually waiting for you the past fifteen minutes because I guess video games are now more important than my love. Yeah, I mean, Diamond Dynasty is pretty cool, so uh, I've got nothing for you. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, well, let's let's hit it head on. Another series loss by the Cardinals. Uh, another game where they go out and score an ass ton of runs and come up empty-handed the other two games. Um, what did you take out of game one, the, the, the game where they scored it all? I mean, I think the only thing that you can really take away from this, and I'm just not even going to talk about the offense um, because it is what it is, because we'll talk about them in the next two games. But uh, Jack Flaherty, uh, I I really, even though he didn't get, you know, a quality start, he pitched well enough to get a quality start. He was just a lot better than he has been recently. And um, I think he's, he's settling into a nice groove and I'm I'm just very excited that, uh, you know, he's pitching that like a number one. Absolutely. I feel like whenever I was watching that Jack Flaherty start um, the other night in game one, that he was just coming at him, just head on attacking the zone. Like I've wanted him to do. Um, And yeah, he looked excellent. Of course the bats came alive in game one. There's really not much to say about that, but uh, yeah, uh, game one, that's going to go to Jack Flaherty for me. I don't care what the bats did because yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, let's, let's move into game two. Um, I mean, I, I didn't really catch any of the game. I watched some of it uh, via google.com, just checking on the score. But I know that you have a lot to say about game two. Um, so the floor is now yours. Yeah. And I'm going to be very clear when I say this. And I'm just going to be very frank, too. Mike Schilt has a serious, serious mirror check to go through at this point because what we saw in game two was just an absolute mess, disaster for him. So the Cardinals go down 1-0 to, you know, the Patrick, the Patrick Corbin, you know, the same Patrick Corbin that had a 21.3-something ERA coming into this game, couldn't hit him, 
Oh, it's probably because he's left-handed and the Cardinals can't hit left-handed pitching for whatever it's worth. Um, but then again, they were also in famine mode because they feasted the night before. Um, so, I, but I digress, right? You know, it's one of those things. So Mike Schilt has the opportunity to put this game away. So the Cardinals go up 2-1 after some productive outs and some gutsy performances. And he brings in Giovanni Gallegos, right? Gets a base hit, gives up a base hit, hits a batter, walks a batter. Then we see Mike Schill try to do something that I've never seen done before, and that is play five infielders into uh, into the game. But here was one thing that I did not understand. When he made this move, he also took out Scotty Hurst, who came in as a defensive replacement. So not only did he burn a player here, he's bringing in five infielders for whatever reason. And I think in the broadcast, they said that Starling Castro's ground ball rate is just like somewhere like in the 70s, 80s percentile or something like that. And I'm thinking, okay, so what? There's still a good chance that he hits it into the outfield. Or he hits it right up the middle and clears the bases. So, yeah, sure, Mike Schilt's taking a gamble. And he's lucky that Giovanni Gallego struck Starlin Castro out. So then Edmundo Sosa stays in the game. Tommy Edmund goes back to uh, right field. We just have a bunch of stuff going on that doesn't make sense. So then what happens? Giovanni Gallegos then proceeds to walk a run in to tie the game. And you're thinking to yourself, well, there it is. That that should be it. But no, 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 no. Mike Schilt, in his infinite wisdom, decides to keep Giovanni Gallegos in the game and has nobody warming up in the bullpen. Now, if you're asking yourself, boy, this sounds really familiar, that's because it happened literally a fucking week ago. I, I, I mean, a week ago against the same team. He didn't have somebody warming up. And it cost him the game. And after that game, he said, well, I've got to manage better in the fifth and sixth inning. Well, guess what? That doesn't just stop in the fifth and sixth inning. You have to manage the eighth and the ninth inning. So for whatever reason, Mike Schill didn't have anybody up. And guess what? You walk a bat, you walk a batter into uh, a walk a batter to tie the game, and then a sack fly happens. And now you're losing three to two in a game that was winnable. Because guess what? If you win that game, you walk out of you walk out of Nationals Park with a series win. But because you lost that game, now you have to go and face Max Scherzer in game three the Cy Young Max Scherzer, the should have been a St. Louis Cardinal Max Scherzer. But we all know how that played out. So for me, this is, this is, this is gross, gross mismanagement by Mike Schilt. And I'm sorry if there are any Mike Schilt apologists out there, but he's on the hot seat for me because these kinds of mistakes, I'm sorry, they can't happen. They just can't. 
Yeah, so that was actually I mean, okay, so so you said that you've never seen you've never seen uh the the five infielders before. So I mean, it, I guess what I'm saying is well, I I've seen it before, but what I mean is deployed in such a manner in that way. Like right if this was five infielders um earlier in the game, I could probably understand it, but with the bases loaded I just it didn't make much sense to me with only one out. It didn't make much sense. Yeah, the, well, the last time, the last, I mean, it's probably happened more, but the last time, maybe the first time I ever remember seeing it was late in a game. Um, the Cardinals and the Astros were playing, and Tony Larusa pulled an outfielder in the playing field, um, and I was like, "Well, what the hell's going on?" You know. Um, but I mean, I somewhat get it. You know, he's trying to protect that, and especially with the if uh, Starling Castro is a ground ball hitter, you know, I understand that. But you know, it's kind, of, it's it's extremely odd, and um, I mean, I obviously, like I said, I didn't catch the game, but I mean, I did see a lot of weird reactions to it. But you know, again, it, to me we keep seeing this issue of waiting way too long to start somebody to warm up and it doesn't benefit anybody. If you're rushing a guy to, to get his arm warm or, or the damage that's occurring while this is taking place. Yes. It can't really all, all go on Giovanni Gallegos's shoulders at that point in time. You know, he doesn't say, Hey, I need to come out. You know, that's the manager's job. And if the manager isn't prepared, especially after he gets the bases loaded, hell, even, even two on, you know, you're late in the game, get an arm going. I know you want to put confidence into your pitchers and say, Hey, you know, let's, let's, let's finish this, you know, but whenever you've won one series, one series all season, you really need to be playing it a little bit harder. And the fact is the Cardinals had the lead in that game. I remember seeing that. And yeah, it was two, one entering just, that in. It just gets pissed away. And, and like you said, you know, they could have walked out of that stadium last night with their second series win, but no, we went into it where Mike Schilt managed it to the point where the game was on the line. Sorry. The series was on the line today. And, you know, with all the negativity that happened in game two hats off again to Wayno for, for throwing a hell of a game, you know? And I just, I I, I know. Well, yeah, go ahead with what you're saying. Then I got, I got a follow up for you. Yeah. So this, I think this stat kind of proves how bad the Cardinals offense has been because we wasted almost you know, almost wasted three good ones until the offense really came alive in game one. But the Cardinals pitching, starting pitching, had a 1.89 ERA in three games against the Nationals. Yeah. Well, and all yeah. three and all three of them should have qualified for a quality start. And I'm going to give Flaherty, for all intents and purposes, I'm giving Flaherty the quality start. So to me, you had three quality starts and you lost two. Yeah. Two of those games because both of the times you couldn't muster any offense. But realistically, Game two is the manager's fault. Nobody else's fault. Yes, Gallegos is the one that has to execute his pitches. I understand that. But there was one point in that game in that game where he hits a batter. Yadier Molina's body language said it all. He was like, what the hell are you doing, man? Just throw a strike. But it's at that point. That's This is my entire point. If you as a manager see that happen, 
and know your pitcher is struggling with his command, your ass better be on the phone to your bullpen or telling your bullpen coach, get somebody going because we are in trouble. Mm-hmm. And never mind that Giovanni Gallegos has pitched a lot of innings already, mm-hmm. but you have two other guys in there that you know you can rely on to get a strikeout. Because I don't know about you, but how many players do you know or think you know will be able to hit a 101-mile-an-hour sinker? Sinker. Well, not many. I mean, there's Not been many. Handful, but... And that is my point. If you have the bullets and you have the players to put out there and shut this game down, why are you not doing it? And I don't get that. Yeah. So I, I know I texted you earlier and I said, hey, you know, I got a question for you. I'm not even going to tell you it right now because I'm going to ask you tonight. Um, and I know where you're probably already leaning, um, but I'll start it off by saying there's probably going to be a bunch of people who do listen to this and may disagree with this. And that's fine. Um, at this point in time, with the way that this series ended, how much more of a leash do you give Mike Schilt and his decision making? Knowing the Cardinals brass, they're, they're going to give him as much time as they think he needs. But if it's, if I'm being super realistic and I know I called you on my way home from working out, you know, getting swole. Oh, easy now. I know, I know. No weird flex, but okay. Um, I said it. I said he's on the hot seat, and he should be. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that if you cannot, if you can't, I'm going to give him till the end of May because this team is way too good to be treading water this early. Yeah. And, and I know somebody pointed out, I think it was Van Hickelstein said something about the 2004 Cardinals being 12 and 11 um, in, in 2004, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, well, yeah, but that lineup was way better than the one we have now. Yeah. Like, you know, well, so, uh- and I, and I get it. I get, the, I get, I get what he's saying, but at the same time, the Cardinals are a way better team than what they're playing at right now. So if I'm John Mozeliak, I'm going down to the manager's office and sit and sit down and having a very frank conversation and say, Hey, what are you going to do to get this going? Because right now everybody's beating us. We're not winning. We've beaten one team in a series and that is a bottom feeder NL East team. Uh-huh. Not good pitching. Uh-huh. And guess what? It's not going to get any easier. As I told you in our phone call, four four of these series are against uh, – four of the five series that we played are against teams that are direct competition to your playoff chances. And you can't beat them now? I mean, granted, yes, it's over, it's over a full 162 games. You're going to see the Reds plenty. So that's the only grace that you have there. But you've lost two of – you lost uh, four of six to the Nationals. Guess what? That might be the difference for the for a playoff spot against them because they're probably not going to win the AL East, and if they do, you know, it'll be very close. Yeah, and I mean, we're done with them. They didn't even have Soto. I mean, no, <laughs> that, that, and that's the other thing. It's like their best player didn't even play for the last two games, and yeah, you couldn't muster yeah. enough offense. Look, I told you this too. Um, 
four, three, I think it's three or four runs in the final game of a series for the last four series. Total. Total. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They need That's not good there. enough. That's not good enough. Well, and what, what do you think it is? I mean, without going on a long tangent, but yeah, I mean, I think I, 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 I think if you have to pinpoint it down, it's, you know, I think they need to stop talking about hard hit exit velocity and just say, you know what, we didn't play good fundamental baseball. We can't, we can't hit a 93 mile an hour pitch down the middle. Maybe getting back to the basics of saying, you know what, see the ball, hit the ball. That's yeah. that be my easiest way of saying, you know what, just do your job. But I digress there too, because I'm not a professional baseball player. I'm just an arm armchair manager. Correct. And I think um, overall in the entire national series, another positive note that I noticed is we're starting to see a little life out of Paul DeYoung. Um, yeah, you know, I'll you know, give him that. I mean, just a little life, you know, um, yeah. but I think, you know, like I told you on our phone call, um, they're going to, I think, I think honest to God. And I, and I say this, Whenever I, whenever either Tyler O'Neill comes back and or Harrison Bader, I think Matt Carpenter goes back to the bench. Uh, it needs it to happen. It um, has to happen. I mean, there's just, no look again. If it doesn't happen, then it's even more gross mismanagement. Correct. Of the team. And and I think at this point in time, like yeah, Tyler O'Neill may strike out, um, or Harrison Bader may like get it get a little piddly hit but i mean and i know carlson came up with the bases loaded as well but matt carpenter came up twice with him and didn't get nothing across so, you know they they preach exit velocity look at look at this look at that and the dude had a a fly ball to right field you know um it's just something's got to give sooner or later and like i told you on the phone they need to bridge this gap between players and it's just I don't think that, and I know that Justin Williams seems to be coming around offensively, but I don't think that I don't think Matt Carpenter's the answer, and I know a lot of people don't think he's the answer either. Um, but you know, even to get him to to pass the torch essentially on to Justin Williams, you have to make more of an effort. And I mean, he got burnt on a ninety three ninety four down the middle from Scherzer in the first. And that's just, that's not going to play. And I think, you know, as much as he wasn't hitting, they need to get Tyler O'Neill back as quickly as possible to get Matt Carpenter out of the lineup. Because I think in the long run, it has essentially killed it. Because, yeah, the, the first few series that they weren't doing good in, Dylan Carlson was batting seventh, eighth. And, you know, since now, Mike Schill decided in the first game of the series to bump him up to five. And then you saw the life out of uh, Paul DeYoung a little bit. I mean, he just yeah Carlson strikes out cool but at the same time he sees a lot of pitches and you know he, he's got a good eye but he's also got the pop he's all I mean what did he hit he, he did a triple in this series or was it two was it two triples in this series or just one I think it was one okay so I mean you just but it was a shot I mean well, I think Brent yeah it was Schaefer off the left center field wall but I mean yeah Matt Carpenter's just a buzzkill to this team he's done a lot you know, he's just getting old, but you can't plug that into, I mean, what I think I saw earlier, he's batting 081. Where does yeah. that exit velocity play? It doesn't play anywhere. Pull him off the roster as soon as one of these other guys come back because we can't do it anymore. I'm getting pissed off that we keep losing series uh, of sub 500 teams. I mean, hell, we're a sub 500 team, but we're letting these other people beat us. 
I mean, it's just yeah. dog shit. But anyways, let's get out of game two. Let's bump up to game three. Same shit. We couldn't get the damn offense going. So, no. I mean, oh, man. I yeah. look, the, the life of a Cardinal fan right now is not very fun. No. Especially when you're losing games. But I think it's the way they're losing games that makes it just a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. Like, you would be okay if they lost – five to four you'd be okay if it was a six five game seven five something like that but when it's a one zero game or uh you know a three two game where it's just a gross mismanagement of the bullpen it, it just it just puts a very very sour taste in your mouth and you're just like man this like i said this team is so much better than what they're performing at right now mm-hmm. it's almost mm-hmm. hard to believe that it could get worse and don't get me wrong it very well could be worse but you have to believe that at some point things will start clicking. Things will start being moved along a little bit better. The hitting will come, you know, as well. But right now you can't even say that because they can't, they can't even focus on the present. Yeah. And yeah. right now they have to do that. And it's just not happening. I mean, again, if you're, if you tell me your starting pitching would get you a 1.89 ERA in three games against the Nationals. How many games do you think you you should have won? You should win exactly, and that's that would be the point. But because because a team averaging five runs a game should be beating a team that could only muster up one point eight one point eight runs against starters, Mm -hmm. and that's just and that is the crux of the of you know of all the issues the Cardinals are having is that the inconsistency, this feast or famine thing that's going on with them is killing them. But this is not something new. This has happened to the Cardinals over the last like two, three years. So I, I, I don't know, but there is one common denominator here. Mm-hmm. And that is the hitting coach, Jeff Albert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is why I'm saying that Mike Schilt is on the hot seat because that is his hitting coach. If his hitting coach isn't performing, that means Mike Schilt did not choose the right person for the job. Or maybe this was a front office move too. But they need to seriously evaluate how that's going. Because if they think that this feast or famine is going to carry them throughout the rest of this year and hopefully get them a playoff spot, it's not going to happen. Yeah, and it looks bad for Arenado coming in and, you know, you're expecting to win games and you're just not getting it done, especially whenever you're pitching, your starters are, are, are throwing excellent. You know, they weren't even a question mark this go. And, uh, you know, hats off to the outing that Carlos Martinez had today. It was yeah. excellent. And, you know, I, I, I'm very critical of Carlos, um, but today's outing was excellent. And, I mean, it's, it's what you have to ask for. And he went toe-to-toe with Max Scherzer. And, you know, I think that game would have stayed nothing, nothing if the ball would have been played a little bit better in left field. Um, also, um, hats off to the catching and defense and hustle and everything he put on the line today from Andrew Kisner. I yeah, mean, he, he, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't lack one bit. Um, no, but the, I mean, he's, he's the sole reason that game ended up only being one zero, 100% believe in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. But, um, <sighs> so, yeah, I mean, great outing by our starters. Uh, offense came alive in one game again. But I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm wanting to see some life out of it. And, 
you know, the next series is going to be against the Reds at home, which isn't going to be, it's going to be a tall task as well. They're not going to get any worse. Now I think, I think their power numbers may decline in Bush stadium because we know, we know that their stadium over in Cincinnati is a Homer's delight. Um, right. But I mean, they're going to have to get it buckled down. I mean, especially if your starters are going out and doing what they need to do. I, I, I don't know what, what has to be done at this present time, but it's just, it's, it looks bad and you can't keep fielding the same excuses time after time for the stuff that's going on on the field, you know? No, no. And I completely agree. Um, and, you know, for me, I'm going to the game on Sunday. Um, so I will have the privilege of stepping back into my temple and I get to see a hell of a game where I get to see Jack, uh, right field bleachers, but I get to see Jack Flaherty and Luis Castillo pitch. Yeah. So, well, I'm that's a heck of a game, but I will say this, (laughs) if the Cardinals haven't won by then, (laughs) Oh man, I don't know what I'll do. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad that I received an invite. Well, just, yeah, I remember last time you know, I invited you and clearly the uh, favor is not returned. And no, no, Tito, it, no, it's okay. It's okay. No, I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'll sleep fine say, tonight. That's fine. You should because uh, my son is more important than you. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, that's, that's, if, if you think that, that's perfectly fine. No, that should be a good game though. Um, yeah. Now, so you're just going to the game on Sunday. Well, I mean, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, look, I, the Cardinals have an opportunity to get some revenge against the, the the Reds. And I'm wondering, you know, how much fireworks are going to be left over from the little brouhaha we had in Cincinnati to start the year. Um, I'm not going to be surprised if a Reds pitcher hits somebody. I, I 100% believe that it's going to happen. Um, benches will get, get warned a little bit. Um, so I'm, I'm fully expecting something to happen. Well, that's why um, you went to the Sunday game. You're just waiting for it to boil up. Yep. I mean, it's possible. I don't think Jack will do anything. It'll, no. if anything, it'll happen. No. It'll happen in the first game, but you know, it, this is, like I said, it's an opportunity for the Cardinals to, to get back into the win column. You know, the, the Reds are going to be playing another game on Thursday. These guys are going to be tired. They're going to be, you know, pr- you know they're going to be tired coming into to Bush Stadium on Friday. So I, I really, truly hope the Cardinals don't waste any time and put some runs on the board. Um, and if you're following the trends, that's probably going to happen on Friday for whatever reason. I mean, they're facing... Let's see here. The probable matchup is Sonny Gray, who's got a 4.19 or 1.5 ERA, 1.85 whip. That's not good. But at the same time, you also have uh, KK going on the mound for the Cardinals, who, you know, gave up three runs in, in three innings. So you would hope that he has a better game. And you'd hope he goes a little longer, too, because he, you know, I said this the other day. A guy that throws 91 pitches in a simulated game, only going three innings in his first start, mm-hmm. confuses me beyond belief. But 
I guess I get it. You don't want to rush him back too soon and, or not, not go full out. But I definitely expect him to hit 80 to, to 90 pitches this next round. And hopefully that gets him into the fifth and sixth inning. Hopefully the sixth inning. Yeah, and he I thought he looked I thought he looked decent for his first outing in yeah. a while. Um yeah. but yeah, I, I I think and I know the 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 hopes or sorry, the expectation that we have been waiting for on this Cardinals team to finally turn around. I think I think it finally might turn around here in this next series. And I say that because I feel like I feel like we're finally gonna push hopefully Matt Carpenter out of the order. But I just I don't know. I feel like it's close. I feel like, you know, that game on the game two, you know, they should have won game three. They, they left so many people on base. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, I, it's close. It's close. Paul DeYoung's finally, you know, starting to even out a little bit. I just, I feel like it's very close. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just making excuses, but I think, you know, the weather may play a little bit of the role because I mean, it was cold out there today. And, yeah. you know, the Philly series, it's cold over there, too. So I feel like you and I are having a little bit of a role reversal. You were very negative to start the year and I was very positive. And now I'm slowly becoming more negative and you're becoming slightly more positive. So I'm kind of lost, but I'm here for it. Well, it's that's, whatever. that's how we have to switch things up a little bit, I guess. Um, but I mean, it's. <sighs> It's, it's it's finally seeing some life out of Paul DeYoung. And, you know, the, the fact is, is they should have won game two. The pitching's, starting pitching is looking a lot better. I feel good about the team. It's just things aren't getting done. I think that potentially, like I told you on the phone, I don't think Goldschmidt is batting that. I don't think him batting so high up in the order is smart. Um, I think he feels maybe if they bumped him down, it might take a little pressure off of him. You know, even though he's a veteran, I think there might be some pressure on him. I don't know. Or he still may be injured from his from his back tightness that he had a couple weeks back. But, you know, he's going to get going. It's it's early. It's cold. Um, it can't be comfortable to keep jumping into different atmospheres constantly. So I, I don't know. I've got I've got good thoughts coming into Red Series, although, you know, I've said that every time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just gonna take take a moment, pay my respects to to the start of the season, and hopefully by the time May comes around, the Cardinals have figured out you know where they need to go. I mean, there's not many days left in May, or I mean in April. So, um, and they've got a lot of games coming up. I think I just saw something along the lines of like after two more Thursdays. They don't have a day off until, till May 10th. So, well, I mean, I can, at this point in time, you know, you can't get enough baseball, you know, we're playing different teams this year, which is extremely nice. We're not seeing the same old ugly mugs constantly. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, and I think, you know, but you've got the reds and the Phillies coming in town. Um, Look, again, I, I think there's opportunity to, to get some revenge in home park. Um, but they got it. It's like you said, they've got to They've got to figure it out. They've got to find that 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 extra push, that extra gear that that gets them going, you know, for two days in a row and hopefully make it three days in a row. At this point, look, if if I'm manager. I'm I'm calling a team meeting and I'm saying what's we're playing this one game at a time. 
Don't worry about what's to come. Don't worry about the series win. Play one game at a time. Heck, if the Oakland Athletics, who started off so poorly, Mm -hmm. so poorly this season, can rip off 11 games in a row, the Cardinals could do half of that, and I'd be okay. Do you think? But but they've got to do it. Do you think that maybe Mike Schilt doesn't have the the um, I guess the anger, the we're going to call it maybe the, the, I don't know, something to, to, straighten people, to straighten people yeah. up to the authority. No, he's not. Here, 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 here's the good comparison. He's not chief. He's not chief Baruby. No, he's not. He's a player's manager. Who's too nice. Yeah. You like, you know, it, when, when that Randy Rosarena video came out with Mike Schilt cussing up a storm, I, I guarantee you some dudes were laughing in there because <laughs> he just he doesn't come off as a hard ass. Now, if I took one look at Tony Larusa, I'm I'm scared to play for him because I'm sc- I'm scared to mess up because I know he'll he'll come after me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I don't. Think, I mean, I think like, he's soft, and I don't think I think he just, he just sticks his puts his foot down or. You know, nothing like that. Like, uh, and again, it goes back. It goes back to this. You know, I and I wonder. And I don't think it affects his decision making um, in game. I think he's he's still learning that part. Mm-hmm. But he needs to learn quicker. He needs to understand. Uh, you know what? He needs to go back and watch the 2011 uh, postseason run the Cardinals went on. And yeah. take tips from that from Tony LaRusso because when Tony went out there to go make a pitching change, it was because he knew he needed to get an out. And he yeah. didn't waste time. He did not waste any time pulling guys. He said, you know what? You don't have it today. I'm going to put somebody in there that's going to at least get me going. Why do you think they went and got Octavio Dotel that year? Yeah, because they, they knew that he was going to be a reliable arm, and he surely was. Yeah, the, well, so was Zubchinsky. I mean, they had a lot yeah, of reliable absolutely. guys coming over from – from uh toronto mm-hmm. so okay so so let me ask you this uh since we're about to we're closing it down we're, we're in the 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 final stretch here for closing okay. out the nationals overall the entire year what is your keys to the red series to i guess what's your keys for the cardinals to win the series with the reds offense okay i, I think i Let's... think the pitching is going to be there it's all about the offense at this point because you could not score more than two runs after game one, um, it's all about the offense for me. But okay, let's break it down even more. Who needs okay. to start? Who? Let's go even deeper. Which players? Okay. Who needs to actually come through? Um, depending on whether he plays on Friday or not, I would like to to see something out of Tyler O'Neill that is in a strikeout mm-hmm. I'd like for him to put the ball in play and make sure, you know, and, and be a smart hitter. Um, I'll, I'll say he's uh, one, one B and one a for me is I need Paul DeYoung to continue to be consistent. Like, you know, as you said, you saw some life out of him in this last series, you want to see him continue seeing the ball well in this next series. Because in truth, in, in all reality, I think you and I are going to be very fair when we say he had a pretty good series. Yes, he had the 0 for 4 after hitting two grand slams, but he had a good series in terms of 
being able to see the ball. You know, results will come eventually, but this series maybe is that pivot point for him. But I need to see more. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I guess then then my my keys to the Red Series are definitely going to be we're going to have to see some, something out of Goldschmidt. And I, I agree with that too. I, I, he was I, on my list. Yeah, and I and I need Carpenter out of the lineup. I think he's an extreme buzzer. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. yeah. I do. I, I, I think this is a serious question that the Cardinals face right now. You know, again, uh, we're coming to the point where he is batting 0-81, I believe. Yeah. Um, three hits on the season, four hits on the season, and but nothing really to show for it. Yeah, he had that great home run. You know what? That probably is going to be the lasting memory of him as he it, is him hitting that home run. And just riding off into the sunset, I, I, I think at this point, you have to, if you're the Cardinals, you have to start asking the serious question of, is Matt Carpenter a liability on this team? And if you say yes to that question, then I think you need to, to figure out a way to either part ways or trade him, even though he has a no trade clause. But yeah. maybe you convince him saying, hey, maybe we'll ship you off to Texas for uh, a left-handed reliever or something like that. I don't know, but something's got to be done with him soon. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if by, you know, mid-May or the end of May, you know, they they do part ways if he doesn't turn it on. Yeah, I mean, you can't sit around any longer and just let it happen. I mean, it's just – it's a, it's a stop in the lineup essentially for me. I mean, you, yeah. you're not going to get anything out of it. So, to me, it's it's got to end. Um but yeah, I mean, I'm trying to trying to remain positive because it absolutely it's frustrating. It's frustrating to see this team continue to fall, continue to trip on their own feet, essentially when they're trying to win a series. And you know what? This could have been the last series that they lose the rest of the year. This could yeah. be the turning point of the entire season. But you know, something has got to change, or this is just going to continue. Um. So that I mean, that's I completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah. That, that's what I've got. I'm tired of I'm tired of the continuous negative talks after every series because you know there's only so much positive you can pull out of it. So I yeah. don't know. I don't know. But I don't. You got any more for tonight? Um, I I do want to go back to the Oakland Athletics. Did you see how they won today? I did not. I just finished up the Mets Cubs game. You should. <laughs> You should go watch this this video because it is absolutely wild. They're down, I think it's 12-11 uh, in the bottom of the 10th, and they managed to win the game without getting a single hit. That's heart or patience, one of the two. Yeah, you go watch how it ends because you're, you're going to be very uh, – you'll laugh a little bit and say, why can't that happen to the Cardinals at some point? Who did they play? They were playing the Twins. Are they just as are they bad? Are the Twins terrible? I don't think they're terrible. I mean, they're they're not playing in a great division, that's for sure. I mean, it, the top three teams right now are the White Sox, Royals, and Twins, followed by the Tigers and in, or Indians and Tigers. But it just makes you it just makes you think, man. It just it's just yeah, it crazy. Makes you, how, it makes how you want to live. 
want to live the life of those fans as they enjoy wins and comebacks and again 11 in a row that's i mean that's what what the a's do a few years back 19 in a row i don't know they went on a tear though but yeah i mean it's dude this could be this could seriously be the last series that we have anything negative to say because i think it's all about to come come full steam ahead i I i really do you know even though the managerial decisions haven't been the best you know and outside the lack of offense today i really think that I think one of these veteran guys, either Yachty or Wayno, need to step up and say, "Let's let's win this shit and let's be done with it." You know, here here here's a good sign for you, right? And I think maybe this might prove your point. After April, so they finish out the series with the Phillies um, on the 29th, and they have one game against the Pirates in April. But for all you know, intents and purposes, again, let's say that that game's in May, you've got the Pirates, the Mets, who uh, are very inconsistent for four. Then you've got the Rockies. Those are your first three series of May, and that's a very good opportunity to rack up some wins there. Yeah, and to me, though, to me, though, real quick, it's just to me, I just – I don't want to have to dumb it down to playing really dog shit teams just to get wins. No, I don't want to go out and – No, but that's the thing. That's the thing. You shouldn't have to do that. But right now, again, as I said, you play one game at a time and then the series wins will come. But if you're going to be perspective and looking ahead and saying, you know what, this is the opportunity to rack up these wins. This is how you have to play it. And you have to look at these teams and say, okay, we should beat them. It's like, it's no different than when I said that the Cardinals, when they played the Marlins, that they should win three games here. They at minimum should have won two and they ended up sweeping them. But that's what you have to do sometimes is say, you know what, we're going to beat these teams and we're going to, and we're going to sweep this one and we just got to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Game at a time at this point in time, you know, just little victories, they'll come together and then uh, we'll just, and hopefully with the, uh, the temperature rising, the crazy weather getting out of the way, this team will start to heat up as well because, uh, you know, we haven't seen it to their full potential. I mean, we have. We have I, I fully believe that we have seen this team to their full potential one game out of the series. And yeah. I think it's going to happen. I, th- I, think, I think they're going to end up turning it on, and we're going to see much more games like the one game in the series where we rack up 10-plus runs. Yeah. But um, I, if, you're I, done, if you're done right now, I'm done right now. I'm good. Awesome. I made my pizza. Shout out Emo's Pizza. Shout out Emo's Pizza. Okay. Hey, that's fine. Okay. Well, if you want to download, follow, whatever, the Turn Into Podcast, jump on to iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, and let's let's pray for a, a good series against the Reds at home, right? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, until next time, Cardinal fans, take it easy. Go Cardinals.